Lisa, do you have any good news on your end? Because I'm coming up with 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 nothing from from this um, side of the water. Um. Well, there's um um no, no. We're doing fine. I'm doing fine. Welcome to We're Doing Fine with Robbie and Lisa. He's Robbie. And she is Lisa. And this week, there is no good news in the news at all. I well, couldn't find okay. a single happy thing. One single piece of good news. Yes. One. Mm-hmm. One. Mm-hmm. The Pfizer vaccine has been approved for children ages 4 to 11. Oh, fantastic. That's it. Jab them. It's the only good jab news. Jab the children. Let's I will jab train. children. I will train to become a vaccinator just so I can jab small annoying children, just like stab them in the arm. Robbie wants to make children cry. I do. It's the only <laughs> thing that brings me joy. You have to take your W's where you can. <gasps> oh my goodness, I just thought of good news, what? but I'll save it for later. Oh, save it for the end so we can have a little yeah. bit of serotonin. A little bit of joy. Why am I talking this voice? I don't know. End me now. <laughs> It won't go away. That it's because like you're a, a little lad who loves berries and cream. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. just made you so watch So you made videos. me watch that video. And <laughs> okay. how how does that relate to Gabby Petito? Because you put that on the docket. Uh-huh. So how does it relate to Gabby Petito? Who is Gabby Petito? It doesn't relate to Gabby Petito. Okay. So... It only relates in the fact <laughs> that on TikTok last week, there was either, there was two sides. You were either on Berries and Cream TikTok or Gabby Petito, and I was right in the middle, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. Berries and Cream, I showed you the video. You showed me the video. Just, Weird as fuck. It was just a commercial that was very I'm, popular in 2007. Not a fan. Not a fan of it. <laughs> it's the Willy Wonka haircut. It really freaks me out, and yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. so basically, um, a podcaster, uh, Justin McElroy, uploaded the Berries and Cream audio onto TikTok, and it took off. <laughs> um, but if you weren't watching Berries and Cream TikTok videos, you were probably watching Gabby Petito videos. Gabby Petito is a van life, hashtag van life influencer. Well, was, um, she was unfortunately murdered. Um, she, it was an originally, it was originally just a missing person's case. She was, she was 21, I believe, or 22, driving cross country with her fiance in a van. They were, you know, documenting their, journey and her fiance there was like i think there was like a domestic dispute that was found somewhere in utah she went missing um at around the national park her fiance drove the van home and immediate alone and immediately lawyered up and is now missing yes you've told me about this yeah and there's been a whole like it's sparked a lot of controversy because like she is a very pretty white girl and this has been in the news and everyone's been picking up and talking about it. And in the same area she went missing in the last, you know, decade, over 700 other women, specifically women of color, um, mm-hmm. and a lot of Native women have gone missing. So it's sparked a lot of controversy in just the fact that it got so much coverage. And mm-hmm. we're like, well, where are these other women? Why are, why have they not gotten even a modicum of this a- attention like of this attention so like it's good that she got a lot of the attention and it's good that like 
you know, people paid attention to the case because that means things actually happened and her body was found. But what about everyone else? Yeah. So that's been that's been a big case lately. And it's just been, you know, one of those things where we're highlighting an issue that, you know, is unfortunately a huge problem in our country. Yeah. But it's also been great in that it's sorry. Yeah, you go. No, no, on you go. Um, It's been great that, you know, because we've been seeing this backlash, not necessarily against, you know, obviously all the condolences to her family. um, But because we've been seeing, you know, the hypocrisy of this, it's been highlighting a lot of um, BIPOC cases so that there is some good to come out of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's good. Um, Have you heard of Sabina Nessa? Yes, I have heard of Sabina Nessa. Yeah, so she was murdered on a five-minute walk from her flat to her friends. Yes. And it's bringing up the whole, you know, women should stay safe, don't walk alone. Yes, because the onus is always on women. Exactly. Also, it Um, it has not gotten half the coverage of Sarah Everard, which is, you know, a very similar... Well, it's definitely picking up now. That's good. Um, It's getting a lot of coverage at the moment because a 38-year-old man has been arrested. Oh, wow. Um, So, yeah, I guess the fact that there looks like they might have found who did it, hopefully. But still, like, I just don't know how we fix this. I think the problem is that there's systemic issues and the people who, like, I mean, especially for, like, missing women's cases, the, the onus is on men to fix it. We've done yeah. everything we can to arm ourselves against men. Yeah, yeah, and I'm, just, I'm, and I'm just like, how do like for some, for some reason, we live in a world where men, for mm-hmm. some reason, think that they can murder women whenever they want, yeah. and we have a system that perpetuates that. Yeah, and I'm like, where do we even begin to fix that? You know, people are like, oh, teacher, teacher, your child, your boys to be respectful, and I'm like, we don't really have. Yeah. 15 20 years for the next generation of men to grow up not murdering women yeah you know yeah i mean that's the only thing that i can see like that might actually work but also i think it's just this culture of like i don't know and it happens all the time like almost every mass shooter that targets you know every incel shooter that targets Mm -hmm. women it's this whole power thing where they think women need to be subservient to them yeah and it's never going to get better when you've got, you know, systems or, you know, governments in place, such as Texas, that are actively doing almost exactly the same thing by removing women's autonomy of their own body. Yeah. I'm not surprised men around the world think that they can murder them because the government don't care about them. Yeah. Obviously, that's a very simplified take on that. But, like, it's just... It is right indicative. It's just... Yeah, it's since since it's systemic at the root of it that women are basically seen as lesser than men. Mm-hmm. Ergo, men get more control, men have more power, men get better salaries, men get pockets. Like it just it just snowballs. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know how to fix it. I mean, it's not all on you. Don't worry, Robbie. It's no, no, it's, it's not all on me. But like, <laughs> Robbie, you must fix like, it I'm, for everyone. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not sitting here like I am the only man. Robbie's just this. like sitting here thinking, like just going yeah. through a montage. Like, but how do I do it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're laughing because we really want to cry. Yeah, but like, like you know, uh, you know, as you said, it's now you know women have done everything they can. 
mm-hmm. and it's not working. So it's now on men. Yeah. And as one of those people, <laughs> yeah, I ge- I cannot think of it. Like I don't know what I'm supposed to do to I help mean, it. I mean, I guess the fact that I don't actively assault women. That's a good start. Probably helps. Yeah. Probably makes a start. But you know, like you know, you know, I'm like, oh well, I'll offer to walk my female friends home mm-hmm. or female identifying friends home. That that shouldn't have to happen. That no. doesn't fix it. That just avoids it. Yeah, I mean, it Every... is a good start, but I think yes. like and yeah, and I would hope that everyone, men or female, any of my friends, regardless of how they identify, I would hope that they feel comfortable messaging me to walk them anywhere because as a privileged. <laughs> cisgendered man that can you know looks relatively mm-hmm. i don't know how to say masculine. that masculine and also isn't scared to walk at night like purely because of my privilege you know let me know and i'd be happy to walk you anywhere but yeah as you say that doesn't help it yeah but if and it then don't be like feel- me who refuses because i'm like no robbie it's just it's fine <laughs> yeah yeah also don't be like that please <laughs> I know many times where you offered to walk me, you know, the extra two blocks Every time or so. After, yeah. <laughs> Every time. We would be at the uni until like 3 a.m. And we would walk past my flat first. And I'd be like, I'll just walk down to the golf tavern with you. And you'd be like, no, it's fine. And I was like, for the love of God. And it's like, what am I supposed to do? Follow behind you to make sure you're okay? <laughs> then I become part of the problem. Because I'm removing your autonomy. And stalking. <laughs> I think it to be fair in my case, I was like, this is so much safer than my home. <laughs> yeah, to be fair. <laughs> they don't yeah. even have guns here. <laughs> and yet people keep dying. So yep. I guess that tells you everything. Yep. So, I yeah. mean, I think like the only other thing I would suggest for you is like if you see amongst your, you know, male identifying peers any like, I mean, even just like, as jokes, sexism, like, stop oh, that yeah, shit. I called, <laughs> I called that shit out at work all the time. Awesome. Because I worked with quite a few lads, um, and they would just get, you know, sometimes inappropriate about female customers, and I'd be like, Ugh. could we not? Why are you so disgusting? Or I'll say, like, one of my worst memories at uni, not, not in Edinburgh, but at San Jose, was, like, I was in a study group with all men, and, like, being the only woman there, we were, like, in a... We were so in our library there was like study rooms and they had glass walls. And every time a girl would walk by, they'd be like, Oh, like check out her ass and I'm like, That makes me uncomfortable. The way you're talking about these women makes me uncomfortable. And they'd be like, Oh, you need to get over it. It's fine. This is just how men talk. And I'm like, Well, it's making me uncomfortable. I'm not mm. a man. I'm not here. Like I'm not part of your group. We're not friends. Yeah. You're making me uncomfortable the way you're talking about other women and they just like they doubled down and then they started talking about how they would treat porn stars if they ever met. And it would just made me so uncomfortable. I had to leave. I was just like, I don't mm-hmm. give a shit about this group project. Like the way you're being is completely disrespectful. Yeah. Did you speak to a lecturer or anything? Yeah, but they didn't. They were just like, it's just one project. Finish the project. Systemic. Yep. It's just boys being boys, isn't it, bro? Yep. Well, apparently so is sucking a dick, so. Ayy. Ayy. I am a boy. He is also a boy. Mm-hmm. And that's what we do. It's just Does bros that count? bros, bro. Yeah. Oh, I wish I'd known you then and I could have just come to join you in your group and be like, yo, Lisa, I was sucking the biggest dick last night. And they'd be like, <laughs> I would have loved that. I would have 
loved it. Oh my god. It's that so would have good. been fantastic. Oh. Also, yes, if any girl is stuck with if, if if any person is stuck with lads that are being like that and want to make them uncomfortable with lots of gay talk, hit me up because I'm quite comfortable talking about that shit. Hell yeah. Yeah. Just put them on speaker. Absolutely. No, fuck that. I'll just turn up. Yes. <laughs> you on a night out in Hive and somebody's being uncomfortable, I will turn up there. It takes me five minutes to get there. As long yes. as you pay for my entry if it's Friday to Sunday. Gosh, I miss Hive. My bookmark is a fuck it Hive uh, sticker. Yes! Because I was like, I was like, I can't stick it on anything. Like, I, I, I'm i a professional boy now. I can't walk into work with, like, fuck it Hive on a sticker, or, like, on my laptop or anything. So uh, it's my fair. bookmark. You're so not I like open... me, who has, like, my my little boba sticker that's a suck by balls. But I think that's slightly different. It doesn't have a massive swear word on it. That's true. <laughs> yeah. But I do use this cup all the time, and, like, I'll drink from it during meetings, and I, like, definitely have to be, like, like... <laughs> Bend down, drink from it, yeah, make sure so no one can see the sticker. Like Amazing. Amazing. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, I'm tired today. I don't know why. I, I do know why. It's because people I work with have been keeping me up all fucking night. Oh, just no. like messaging me the stupidest stuff. That's not good. It's fine. Like I'm I know. Like it's it's fine. I do actually really like them and they're all great. And it's only because we don't have like a work email yet. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So they just message me. But I'm also like... And like, I'm the person that's like, if you don't want message late at night, put your phone on Do Not Disturb. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If you're not awake, if you don't... But also, like, I also don't put it on. And I was just like, this is unnecessary to message me at this time. And then I got a phone call at half past nine, which in fairness is reasonable hours considering that we have stores that open at like 6am. But I was off and I was still in bed. Yeah. No, that's (laughs) fair. Half past nine is perfectly reasonable to be still in bed on your days off. Yeah, um, but I took the call and it went well. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Work stuff. My store opens next <gasps> week. Yay! I'm so fucking stressed. It'll be fun though. It like it not fun. It, it'll be stressful, but then it'll be like, oh my god, like that. You're the boss. That's so cool. You're a boss. I'm not. I'm not the boss. You're a I'm boss. An assistant. Um, assistant to I'm the ex- general manager. Yeah, I'm excited to organize the store, to set up a store. That will be fun. Yes. But like, people just keep calling in sick. Mm, yeah, that's not good. <laughs> I'm like, please. We are in a pandemic, though, so I mean, like, happy they're actually oh, calling in I, sick. Like, I can't blame them. Yeah, and I don't even think that's just me. It's happening everywhere. But I- again. I'm very excited. I've been drinking the special edition mermaid coffee that I should send you a picture of, like the maple pecan. It is so good. Yes. Oh, I want to try it. Mm. I love it, but I also drink things black. I'm raging because I have, like, so, so the mermaid coffee company has launched an uh, autumn drink called the uh, salted, salted maple and caramel latte. Ooh, yum. It, it is fucking delicious. And it's got, like, um, like nuts and crispy bits of caramel sprinkled on top of it. Yeah. Oh, I want it all inside me. Like I could just eat it by the spoonful, but I don't, so it's fine. But you could. <laughs> <laughs> I've just seen what you've written on the docket. I just remembered it, and we have to discuss this at the end. I know, because I was looking at you in the camera, and you were so distracted, and I was like, "What is she doing?" <laughs> the screen. Oh. So we save that for the end so it's not all depressing. 
Definitely. Okay. Uh, well, I think we should hear from our friend Bill, and then we can jump into the depression. Yo! <laughs> Excellent. Hi, Bill. Hi, Bill. In a world where no one knows what movies are coming out during the week, where your movie future is bleak and uncertain, comes Future Flicks with Billiam. Hi there, I'm Billiam from Somewhat Nerdy, and on my podcast, I go through all of the movies coming out during the week, I throw in some news, and talk about the latest trailers. So check out Future Flicks each Wednesday on the Somewhat Nerdy Podcast Network. Listen and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, and YouTube. I'll see you in the future. And thank you, Bill. Thank you, Bill. A pleasure, as always. All right. Would you like to talk about politics? Let's do it. All right. Um, Cyber Ninja Recount. That's the Maricopa County Recount in Arizona, where they were like, Woo! Trump definitely won this county! Um, after ten and a half long months, the votes are finally in. Finally recounted in an indisputable method. And the specific Republic, like, Cyber Ninja is a group that, like, Republicans specifically endorsed. And even they came to the conclusion that Biden actually got 99 more votes than, uh, than originally counted. <laughs> Trump got 261 fewer votes than originally counted. Not sus at all. Yep. Yep. So, uh... Interesting. That's not even like a count in a Biden one as a Trump one. That's a, we've made up 200 extra. Yeah. Amazing. You know, it's always, they point at, they point at the other side and be like, you're doing the thing we're doing. Like, it should, anytime <laughs> they blame the other side for doing something, it really should be indicative of being like, maybe we should be looking out, maybe we should be looking out at them and seeing what, see if they're doing what they're blaming us of. Yeah. It's complete, what's it called? Projection. Yeah. Oh, you're, you're, you're cheating on me. Yeah. Because I just slept with someone earlier. Exactly. <laughs> that is the Republicans constantly. Yeah. And those someones are usually underage. Um, anyways. Anyway. Um, I just want to acknowledge that we have a humanitarian crisis going on in the U.S. most recently with Haitian refugees. Um, if anyone's proud to be an American at this point, stop it. What the fuck? Um, mm. I don't know if you saw the horrific photos of ICE and Border Patrol using, to be completely accurate, whip-like cords. No. Um, on Haitian refugees to try and keep them on their side of the fucking border, apparently. It's fucking stupid. And they're facing horrific, like, I mean, they've already faced horrific, like, just everything in Haiti with climate, they're climate refugees. Like, being a refugee is is a legal form of immigration. We just don't like to treat it like that in the U.S., apparently. And yeah. now they're facing, like, issues with violent, like, issues of violence on that side of the Mexican border with people, like, you know, people always like to kick people while they're down. Um, hmm. So, great. Did you hear how many they think are on their way through South America? No, I haven't. So Sky News was saying that there's a, like, independent organization that tries to keep track of movement through the past. Panama Channel or whatever oh, the, it's called. The canal, yeah. Yeah. Um, is that the one I'm thinking of? The big the, canal? It's like, a, it's, it's like an area in South America that it's really um, well known for um, like refugees or, you know, people trying to, you know, get into America. They use that. It's like a good entryway into the jungle that leads directly to the border. Oh, okay. And they reckon there is at least 200,000 Haitians. Wow. In the South American jungle on the way to the border. 
That's wild. I mean, I don't blame them. Like, the climate crisis is real, and this is a direct, a direct yeah, like they're... correlation of the issues that we're f- going to be facing. Yeah, that and the fact that their country is in turmoil with their president having just been murdered. Yeah, like their country. Yeah, like pff, Jesus. I mean, it, I love like... how like no offense to you. Yeah, I know you're American, but I love how your country is like we are Christian and we are proud to be Christian, but God damn it, we will not love anyone. Oh, yeah. Well, we have a phrase in the States. I don't know if you guys say it over there, but there's no hate like Christian love. Mm, I've never heard that before, but it's very accurate. Yep. Um, Very, very accurate. Yeah. I mean, it's just ironic that, you know, we like to embody ourselves as the land of the free and we have Lady Liberty in the harbor of New York and underneath it, there's a plaque that says, you know, bring me, bring me your, you know, downtrodden, bring me your refugees, like... It's an open message to the world. You're welcome here in America. And what do we, what, how do we treat them when they actually get here? It's a little bit we of a mixed them, message. I don't know. Yeah. But you told me to come here for the American dream. Exactly. Why are you whipping me? Which ironically, like, the American dream is not possible for, like, anyone these days. Anyone, yeah. Like, I know everyone my age is just, like, waiting for that housing bubble to pop so we can yeah. maybe afford a house in the towns we grew up. And there's like Zillow, Zillow, you know, that place. Oh my God, I heard about Zillow. Wild. Buying up houses. They've been doing it for years. Like creating. Did you hear about, sorry. Oh no, you go, you go. I got super excited. So there is a housing, there's like a, like a property company in in China. Yes. I can't remember what they're called. And they owe like 900 billion pound in debt. Yeah. That they cannot pay back. Yeah. It's going to destroy the Chinese economy. The world's, yeah. not even the Chinese economy, yeah. it's going to destroy the world economy because it's like they've got international investors that have, are going to lose billions as well. Yeah, it's it's fucked, but this is what greed leads to. This is what, you know, unfettered capitalism leads to. Literally. And predatory loan, like lending, it's fucked. And we're all going to pay the price of our parents, you know, their parents' financial dalliances. I don't know. Like <laughs> Yeah. But, you know, it's it's totally fair because they had to walk uphill both way in the snow to get to school. Yeah. Ugh, I hate people. Um, <laughs> however, talking about capitalism, just over on the other side of the spectrum, mm-hmm. um, there's been more murmurings of Scotland trialing <gasps> a universal basic income. Ooh. Do you know what that is? Yes. Yes. UBI so is the dream. They've basically said every person in Scotland would get a thousand pound a month. Hell yeah, that's rent. Right, literally, that's rent and bills. And I was having a conversation with somebody. Yeah, God, <laughs> in Scotland, wild. that's both. Um, <laughs> my rent is only four two five. What? Yeah, I know. I've heard this before. It still just shocks me. Yeah, I know. Um, I was having a discussion with somebody, and they was they were like, "What is the? What would be the benefit? Like, why would like why would that make a difference to you?" And I was like, because I wouldn't be stressing about bills. I wouldn't be stressing about food. I wouldn't be stressing about, you know, Basic money needs, in yeah. general. Yeah. And like you do a like, job. And yeah. And then it they would were, actually provide you with a livable income. Yeah. And then they were like, but what about, so like, but would you work if you, because then you don't have to. And I was like, of course I would still work. I enjoy what I do. Yeah. The problem with that is that I enjoy what I do and it doesn't pay me enough. Yeah. And that's not a problem with work. That's a problem with the fact that Edinburgh um, rent is so ridiculous. Um, and then they, he was he was asking what the benefits would be. And I was like, if I got a thousand pounds a month from the government, my debt would be paid off in two months. Yeah. 
I would then be doing a job that I love doing, not because I need to, but because I love doing it. Yeah. So I'm then going to enjoy work more. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to enjoy the time that I spend at work. But not only that, the money that I earn at work, I'm then going to go out. I'm going to buy food. I'm going to go, you know, eat out in restaurants. I'm going to actually buy those jeans from Pool and Bear that I've wanted for six months mm-hmm. but cannot afford. I'm going to buy books that I want to read. I'm going to buy weird art from Leith Depot, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm going to be able to spend money in the city and contribute to the economy and probably put in more than the £1,000 that they've given me. And what they also have to remember is that £1,000 a month would replace benefits yeah so you're actually going to be saving a ton of money and then if you think about the money that they have not but will do they're going to put in a ton of money towards mental health awareness Mm -hmm. you could basically cure mental health if you just stopped people having to live month to month paychecks yeah not obviously not not everyone but it would would alleviate a lot of stress yeah like jesus yeah, like not having to live month to month, not having one, one, like not having your car break down and that ruins you financially. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, you know, not worrying about going to the doctor, but that's already not an issue for you. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, no, I'm good. I'm okay with that. <laughs> My God. Oh, man. Well, California is actually looking into possibly doing a single payer healthcare just within the state, which would be really cool. I don't think it's possible, but good? I mean... Newsom, after he won the recall election, he didn't get recalled. He was like, hey, let's look into this. And I'm like, well, didn't you campaign on that? You should have been doing yeah. it anyways. But I guess we had a pandemic to deal with and you put it to the side. But let's fucking do it. Fucking get it rolling. Yeah. So we'll see. I hope you get it. Yeah. Um. One other slightly good piece of good news. The House has passed a bill that could codify access to abortion with legal precedents. That would further what? codify it from Roe v. Wade. So basically it would be... Uh, a requirement, a yeah. federal requirement. A federal requirement that women have access to abortion as health care. Um, it still would have to go through the Senate, and it's a lot harder to pass things through the Senate because they're much more divided. Mm. But there's hope. So that's good. Yay. That would be that's real good. cool I, and good. And then I they can stop fucking running on, you know, they might take your rights away. Like, can we... This is one thing that pisses me off about Democrats. It's like, I feel like they just keep big issues on the table so that they can run on the same issues and be like, they might take it away. You got to vote for us. You have no other option because they might take it away. Like, I would vote green if I didn't have to worry about, you know, stupid shit. Mm -hmm. I would vote third party if I didn't have to worry about basic rights being taken away from me. Yeah. So yeah, that's fun and good. Um, in, oh, you had a Brexit thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Brexit. How, How's it going? How are you? How are you? How are you doing for uh, gasoline, as you call it? Well, it costs about five dollars a gallon. Is so. that good or bad? No, it's real bad. Yeah, it's okay. real. It's real yeah. pricey. Um. Well, at least you can buy it. Oh. We have had a two-hour-long queues, an entire road shut down because people are panic buying because HGVs can't get in, can't deliver it to places. Oh dear. We are running out of fuel. Well, I guess it's a good time that you don't have a license, Robbie. <laughs> exactly. Um, and most of the buses in Edinburgh are electric now. Hell Ooh. yeah. Um, the best part is, though, there's a great interview on Sky News of they just go up to a car's window and she's like, why are you queuing? And the woman goes, because everyone else is. <laughs> <laughs> I 
love it. <laughs> it's like so British. <laughs> I just saw a key, so I joined it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, like it is a big issue. Yeah. Um, Are people using plastic bags that will definitely buy, like degrade, like burst and let the oil go everywhere and or like degrade the uh, composition of the oil like they did in the States a couple months ago? I don't think so. I don't think so. I know that lots of people are using tankers. Okay. And oh my God, Sky News. Was it Sky News? Or, no, BBC News had a guy outside a petrol station, like a reporter, and obviously their name is on the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, guess, I did see that one. I saw that Phil one. McCann. Phil McCann. Phil <laughs> McCann. The most perfect name. It was so good. I loved it so much. I was like, somebody better get a raise for that. So good. I hope that's not even his name. I think, I hope whoever was making the captions was like, but imagine if his name was Phil McCann. I mean, it's a plausible name. It is. It is. It's a very, like, McCann. It's a very British name. Mm-hmm. But I hope that wasn't his. I hope his name was like John Smith. No, I hope and that he- is his name and that the stars aligned for this perfect moment. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. It was great. Um, so yeah, it's not, it's not great. We are also running out of food. Oh, that that that's yeah. worse. Because I yeah, mean, we're running out- fuel is bad, but you guys do have public transport. Food is worse. Yeah. yeah so basically, we're a hundred thousand drivers short for heavy goods vehicles. I'm sure I've discussed this already. Yeah. Um, um it, it's still an issue. Um, like Tesco's just not getting delivery. Sainsbury's not getting delivery. Uh, obviously, I. I stopped smoking, but um, ooh, when ooh. I went to try and get cigarettes, thank you. When I went to try and get cigarettes, um, there was none. They hadn't been delivered. Oh no! Yeah. So if you're a smoker out there, Jesus fuck. Yeah. Apologies. That sucks. Um, what else is there? Um, we're running out of fertilizer, which means we're running out of CO two because part of the fertilizer process is the production of CO two, oh. which is used for a um putting. Um, animals down for the meat industry oh. and also vacuum packing them so not only have we run out of fertilizer to make crops we've run out of the co2 for um mm. packaged meat and fizzy juice iron Robbie. brew is in danger you're gonna have to drink so much more water i hate it hate how it. is your water drinking though not good <laughs> He looks around, he's like, not a glass in sight. I have two empty iron brew balls and a bottle of Schweppes lemonade beside me. Okay, one thing. And a candle that is blackberry and fig flavoured. One Uh, thing, I was very confused that your lemonade is carbonated. Yeah, anything with an eight at the end is fizzy. Really? Yeah. See, here lemonade is just lemon sugar water, so... Lemon sugar water. Hi. Um. Yeah. No. Anything with an aid at the end is fizzy because, like, you get cherry aid, raspberry, huh. raspberry aid, raspberry. I don't know. Razzy. Basically, razzy, razzied. Yeah. So basically, Britain is burning. Yep. Thanks to Brexit, and it's time for indie ref too. Indie ref two. Electric boogaloo. I wish. <laughs> um, I'm just going to quickly put this in there. Please vote yes if you are given the chance to vote in the Scottish referendum vote. I don't normally tell people how to vote. I'm just saying. This is the one time. This is Do the it. one time. Unless, you know, there comes another time, which there probably yeah. will. I mean, if we vote no this time, I will probably break. Yeah. We don't want to see Robbie break. It's been a rough year. It's been a rough two it really years. Has. It's been a rough last five years. 
I just need, like, if you're sitting there thinking, because this happened last time, I had friends that sat there and said, oh, I would vote for independence and I'm allowed to, but I'm not technically from Scotland, mm -hmm. so it's not my place. Yes, it is. If you call Scotland your home and you are given the right to vote, you're given the right to vote for a reason. Vote yes. Mm -hmm. Just do it, please. <laughs> please. Please, yes. Did also, I don't know if I mentioned this last time, but did you did I tell you that there's ministers down in Westminster trying to say that if there is a indie ref vote, then it needs to be a sixty percent majority to prove that people actually want it? Where the fuck was that during Brexit? Yeah, Brexit won by fifty one percent. Yeah, I think we did talk about that, but that's still just like enraging, ridiculous. <sighs> I'm angry. <laughs> well, since you didn't watch What If this month or this week. I'm so I'm so sorry. I oh my god. Bad. And I watched it last night. It was so cringe. You should have messaged me. Oh wait. Yeah, you should have messaged me. I've done fuck all today. I just forgot. I just assumed you were better at making sure you were what? caught up with shows than me because you watch more TV. I do, just not this week. It's fair. This week's been a mess. <gasps> what? I for, just remembered my good news. Oh, would you like to share it? Yeah, only if we're near the end. We are, but we do have one quick segment of who asks for this? Yes, we do. We do have this. So would you like to talk about who asked for this? I would like, yes. Yeah, so basically, who asked for Chris Pratt to be the new voice who of Mario? asked for it? What the fuck? Like, some L of the casting is so spot on, too, that I'm yeah, like... I was, saying, I was saying this, Lisa, like, as much as I'm like, you know, give people give people give the right people opportunities for the right roles i'm not even particularly mad that it's not an italian man i'm just annoyed that it's chris pratt in general yeah he's not mario he's what not mario he's, i don't get it like if he did a good mario impression he would have whipped it out during an interview or something at this point exactly yeah like he's just gonna do his voice and it's gonna suck i saw uh i saw a meme that was like remember that time the internet collectively bullied a major studio into changing a For video Sonic. game movie yeah oh. they were like they were like we need that energy again yes can we <laughs> and also like i saw this meme it was really funny um i mean i thought it was very funny but it was like you know new in the lineup is homophobic homophobic mario because <laughs> chris pratt's church i mean he's yeah is very anti-lgbt um as handsome as he is it's not great yeah like it just And also, like, sucks. it's animated. Yeah. Just get an Italian man. Like, also, there's a voice actor already for Mario. This is my this same is issue true. with What If. There's already voice actors for Spider-Man. Why do you have to find a new Spider-Man? But... Expensive. Maybe. But still, like, Chris Pratt? Yeah. I would forgive Anya Taylor-Joy just because, like, I don't think she's gonna... I don't see her as Peach. I don't hear her as Peach, I guess. But I I could believe she could do a good job. I, I think it's mostly just because she's yellow. super... I think it's just because she's super popular right now, but that's fine. Who is she? She's from The Queen's Gambit. Oh, yeah, I've not watched that. Oh, it's really good. Was she the queen? Well, it's about Was chess. It it's, a, it's a chess move. <laughs> I know, I'm just... Okay. <laughs> But seriously, though, is she going to dye her hair yellow? Doubtful. Disappointing. But, like, some of the other ones are fantastic. Jack Black as Bowser? Like... Yes. Mm -hmm. Charlie Day as... Like, Seth Rogen as Donkey Kong. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, my God. Seth Rogen looks so old. Yeah, I mean, we all are. Are we old now? We're all old. <laughs> oh, I need to find the... um. There's a TikTok I need to show you later. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah, like, some of these voices, great. Um, Some of them, I'm just like, what? what the fuck? You just chose them because they're popular right now, but okay, whatever. 100%. That's how it works, yeah. It's disappointing, but mm -hmm. it is the system. 
<gasps> oh no. What? My pizza's out for delivery. Oh. I'm gonna need to wrap this up. Perfect. I'm so sorry. Well, I have one more question for you, Robbie. Yes. Do you really call it squishy cream? Absolutely, because when you squish what? it, it's What? Squishy cream. That sounds more dirty than squirty cream. Like, you just sent me that TikTok and you changed my whole life for the worse. Because we call it squishy. <laughs> and it was like, are you a squirter or a squisher? And I'm like, no, neither. It's whipped cream. But see, that's not fair because here, whipped cream is like, it's not as aerated. But I'm sure it's still the same process of making it where you have to whip it. Yeah. You just don't do it for long enough. But like, if I was to say, oh, I've put whipped cream on that cake, people would, like, in Scotland, people would expect... I mean, we have fast. it from the same cans. I don't know what you're talking about. But that's what I... No, but that's what I mean is, so we, we make whipped cream, like, with a blender. Yeah, we make it with a blender. Well, we use it like a mixer, but... Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like, that's what we would call whipped cream. But why not call them both the same... I don't... Because it's not the same quality, really, is it? And, like, the, the whipped the whipped cream out of a can, the squishy cream, uh-huh. is has a fuck ton of sugar and vanilla in it. So you know if you're getting the squishy cream, you're getting the good stuff, okay? So I'm saying, so I'm saying. I mean, you can put vanilla and sugar in whipped cream too. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're, I, it just hurts my soul. Before we have a full-on battle with this, I need to end on I'm going to do a Twitter poll. I it. Do it. <laughs> um, Lisa. Uh-huh. Russell T. Davies is returning to Doctor Who. <gasps> As, um, the age of knowledge is over. Yeah. <laughs> you can watch it again. Thank God. Women have rights. Yeah. <laughs> We've got this. <laughs> We've so, won yeah. feminism, everybody. we got another <laughs> white man. Um, absolutely. Um, so he's going to be the showrunner for the BBC Centenary Doctor Who special. That's and a new word, centenary? For the next, I, for, I, I can't remember what the word is. It's like the 100th celebration of BBC. Oh, that's old. Yeah, yeah. Even your broadcast um, systems are old. God damn. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um, but yeah, so he's doing that for... He's doing the, the centenary celebrations Doctor Who thing. And then he's on for subsequent series after that. Wait, was the BBC I'm, just like a radio back in the day? Or was it just like... It was is it a hundred six... years of TV? Was TV um, yeah. around in the 20s? Yeah, you used to get the little boxes. I thought that was like 40s. No. How there old was is six TV? channels. Did we just get it later? I'm just, I'm, I just thought like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know, this is blowing my mind. <laughs> How old is TV? TV's pretty old. hundred years. A hundred years. God. Right, we need to wrap this up, my friend. Yes, you're getting pizza. I'm getting pizza. You're going to be a pizza so, boy. I'm going to be the biggest pizza boy. Yes. <laughs> so um as usual check us out on twitter at wdfcast instagram we are doing fine tiktok at we are doing fine we're still not we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there um and then we have facebook at we are doing fine brackets with robbie and lisa and we also have email uh email anything you want to at we are doing fine at gmail.com specifically email us questions about book club this month we are reading the flat chair by beth o'leary and it is delightful it really is it is delightful i love it so much yes and please rate review and subscribe on apple podcasts and follow us on spotify and then after you've done that tell your friends about the podcast because word of mouth is our best way of getting new listeners and we do like them Mm -hmm. we do like is that everything um, I mean, sometimes I say thank you to hashtag Amy Reader Tuesday and Dave in the Shower for our wonderful theme song. I absolutely love it. 
Yes, we do. Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Um, so that is it from us. I'm sorry the ending is rushed. I just really want pizza. So <laughs> until next Tuesday. Keep, keep doing, doing fine. fine. <laughs>